shut up, you listen to my monkey mouth. As a companion, when you got pun on the canoe route, popped in a portal and got in a fight. Elias knocked him out. Bow, Marco fighting style. Bow, you'll see he tapped out. Bow, we win, we get crowned. Monkey mouth, monkey mouth, monkey mouth, monkey mouth. Alrighty, everybody, welcome back to the Konoha Companion. This is Joshua, as always, and I'm your Konoha Companion. On this episode, we're going to be covering episode 44 of Naruto, entitled Akamaru Unleashed, Who's Top Dog Now? And before I get too far off into that, I do want to address the new space. Uh, it's actually the same space that I've always been in, but uh, before... I was over in that side of the room in like the little cave cubby hole. Um, and now we've got nicer mics. We've got these boom arms and we're able to actually like record out in like the common area of my little studio. Uh, and it's much more comfortable now. Uh, I'm enjoying myself a lot more out here and uh, shout out to my mom who hooked me up with the microphones and the arms and the fresh new uh, audio interface that allows me to record this way uh, and so man team effort squad support really appreciate it always um, but before we get too far off uh, off track I do want to go over what happened on the previous episode of Naruto um, and in the previous episode Tintin and Tamari had their big fight right uh, Tamari uh, wants a little bit of a challenge so she allows Tintin to actually get a couple to get an attack in first uh, Tintin attacks and Tamari makes Tintin's shuriken drop out of the sky with a super rapid swipe of her big fan. Tintin attempts uh, her rising twin dragon's jutsu and it does nothing. Uh, Tamari like knocks, all, knocks it all out of the way with her fan. Tintin tries again with all of the weapons uh, on the floor at once. Uh, she like picks them up by controlling them all with strings from her fingers very much like a puppet master jutsu except uh, she's controlling weapons instead of puppets Tamari yet again sends the weapons all flying and knocks uh, Tintin to the floor with one swipe of her big fan Tamari hits Tintin with the wind scythe jutsu Tamari lets Tintin go for, uh, go for her jutsu and lets her land on her back oh, excuse me so Tamari like knocks her up into the air and has her like suspended in the air hitting her with like a whole bunch of rapid wind style attacks and when she stops the jutsu she lets Tintin fall and she like stands her uh, fan upright and Tintin falls on it flat on her back and like bends the way you're not supposed to like backbreaker style. I don't know if any of you guys ever watched uh, wrestling back in the day, but they would do a move called a backbreaker where they'd pick people up and they'd drop them on their back onto their knee. They called it a backbreaker. And that's exactly what she did, except used her fan instead of her knee. She then, like, disrespectfully throws Tintin to the ground, um, but Lee catches her and confronts uh, Tintin for the disrespect. He goes to hit Tintin with a leaf hurricane, but she blocks it with ease which ultimately shocks Rock Lee, right? Because Rock Lee's been out here ending fights with a Leaf Hurricane, and it just got blocked, and she like even smirked at him. Guy Sensei de-escalates the situation. Gara talks shit about Lee and Guy, 
um, for their weird bond. Uh, but Guy sticks up for Lee, set basically saying, "You guys haven't seen him fight yet, so y'all best shut the hell up." Basically, you don't know who you're you don't know who you're dealing with. Of course, then again, Guy doesn't know who he's dealing with. Gara and them are like hecka powerful, hecka hecka powerful. Like Ten Ten made short work of her opponent. Conqueror made short work of his opponent. And they're both like the weaklings, like they're both literally scared of Gara. And so, uh, yeah, I don't think that Guy Sensei necessarily has his head wrapped around exactly who he's dealing with at this point, but um, that's okay. That's, they'll get it figured out. They'll get it figured out. He's going to fight here in a little bit. Sakura gives Naruto a pep talk. Uh, and thanks him for helping her overcome uh, the mind transfer jutsu. Uh, the next fight is determined to be between Shikamaru and Keen. Keen throws Sinbon with bells that make a sound that uh, causes disorientation, paralysis, and hallucinations in Shikamaru. Shikamaru seems to be in a tough spot, but stretched his shadow out underneath the thread line. Um, and you that she was using to jingle the bells so like she had thrown them and the bells were around and she was pulling them with strings to make them jingle and he ultimately uh, took his shadow to her via the string so he ultimately did catch her in his uh, shadow possession jutsu while they're linked they mirror movements so Shikamaru makes them throw shuriken at one another making it seem like they're playing a game of chicken uh but shikamaru leans back to avoid the attack and when he does so too does keen but when she goes back she hits the wall and knocks herself out uh and a really clever play by shikamaru uh the naruto versus batman give that man prep time he also gives a little like shit talk about how as a shinobi you need to be absolutely aware of your surroundings and know exactly how that can work to your advantage or disadvantage and uh, and use and ultimately wield that knowledge it's something that keen hadn't done as effectively as him he literally knocked her out with the arena wall so neato neato way he did it uh, hayate declared shikamaru the winner and the next fight is determined to be between naruto and kiba our guy naruto it's coming we're gonna get to see the fight um Kiba thinks that this is good for him. Literally, he even goes so far as to say that I won the lottery here. How foolish. He don't even realize that Ninetales energy's in there, my god. Uh, Rock Lee can't stand the waiting any longer, and Kakashi thinks how much Lee is like Guy at that age. Uh, it's Naruto's time to shine, and the episode ends, right? And so, now that we're all caught up, we know where we're at this episode starts uh and it goes a little ways back in kind of traditional naruto fashion um but naruto and kiba are announced as the next fight kiba thinks that he's uh, literally just bingoed he even like i said goes so far as to say that he's hit the lottery kakashi tells naruto to go show everyone exactly how much he's grown right uh, kakashi's the only one out of all the upper ranking you know the village elders as it were uh, who's familiar with the amount of growth that Naruto's put on him, and everybody's kind of going to be expecting Naruto to lose. Remember, Naruto is the bottom of the class, Sasuke is top of the class, Sakura is middle of the class, and they're together to make like a cohesive, balanced group, and Naruto is the weakling of the group, per the measurement of the of the Leaf Village. 
Uh, and so everybody, you know, just remembers him as like the student who took three years to graduate and who, uh, you know, can't even cast proper jutsu. And like, he's just not that impressive to everybody in the village who hasn't seen what he's done out there against, you know, the the likes of Orochimaru and Zabuza, right? The, most people aren't even aware of that at all. I mean, the Orochimaru fight literally just happened. Um in this tuning exams like they haven't even had an opportunity to really rest since that happened so uh, it's all happening very quickly right now uh, Naruto's super excited uh, and calls this his time to shine and the title slide comes in at which point Naruto reads Akamaru Unleashed who's top dog now Hayate Gecko, the proctor of the third exam, the guy with the bad cough and the and the hair, the bad hair, uh, stands between them and announces that uh, this is the fight to everybody. Naruto talks some shit and Kiba talks the shit right back. These two are both game to talk some shit. Kiba sets Akamaru on the ground and uh, Naruto protests uh, that the puppy's only going to get in the way. Uh, Kiba demands that he never goes into battle without Akamaru, and Akamaru barks in agreement. And the 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 way that Akamaru and Kiba communicate is really cute. Like I, I uh, Akamaru is one of my absolute favorites. Kiba's fun, but Akamaru is that dude. Don't make any mistake. Akamaru is that dude in Josh's world. Naruto again protests that this must be against the rules, but Hayate confirms that it's within the rules, and he compares uh, Kiba using the dog to uh, Shikamaru using the bugs, and says that uh, Kiba's part of Shino. Or excuse me, Akamaru is part of Kiba. Now, obviously... Akamaru isn't living inside of Kiba like the bugs are living inside of Shino. But the point is, they're letting Kiba use the dog. Get over it. Naruto laughs and mocks that he does his best work with a handicap anyways. Kiba tells Akamaru to stay there and to leave the fighting to him, right? So at this point... Kiba's like got a point to prove like I don't need this dog I'm gonna fight you Kuranai thinks that Naruto doesn't stand a chance against Kiba remember uh, Kuranai uh, isn't even is Kiba's sensei right Kuranai is the leader of I believe team 8 team 10 is Inoshikacho uh, I can't remember who team 9 is so yeah the, team 8 or 9 I can't remember which team they are off top, but um, not 7 and not 10. Um, team with Kiba, Shino, and Hinata. And Kuranai is their sensei. And Kuranai is thinking that Naruto doesn't stand a chance. Hinata is clearly conflicted between uh, trying to choose who to pull for, right? She, on the one hand, wants to pull for Naruto because he's her crush. On the other hand, wants to pull for Kiba because he's her teammate. Kiba, before they fight, wonders to himself how much Naruto has grown since becoming a guinea. 
at this point he thinks back to how bad Naruto was in the beginning, right? Like I alluded to earlier. Um, unable to even do a proper transformation jutsu uh, and getting scolded by Aruka. Kiba and the rest of the class laugh at his attempted transformations. Kiba even mocks Naruto for not being able to make a proper transformation after three years in the academy. Uh, and even goes so far as to call him the joke and mocks Naruto's ambition to try and become Hokage. Kiba, in the flashback, still says he's going to end Naruto... Or excuse me. Uh, so the flashback ends, and they're still having their standoff, and Kiba mocks that he's going to end Naruto with one shot, and uh, Naruto claps back, saying that Kiba's dumber than he looks. Hayate tells him to start, and Kiba immediately casts a hand sign, casting uh, his ninja art beast mimicry, all fours jutsu. And just to be clear, a ninja art, so I think I actually misspoke on this earlier in the season, a ninja art isn't necessarily a keke genkai. A ninja art is a type of jutsu that's done uh, like a ninjutsu, that not a taijutsu but a, or a, it can be a taijutsu either way it's a jutsu that's cast that uh, involves infusing chakra but doesn't involve also uh transforming that chakra into uh an elemental form right not wind not fire not whatever else you know water whatever uh it's just straight infused chakra like mind transfer jutsu is a ninja art right uh there's just the infusion of chakra and something neat being done uh shikamaru's uh shadow possession jutsu is also a ninja art um because they're not they're not utilizing any elements you feel me that's the difference if you're utilizing an element it's not it's not a ninja art if i'm not mistaken and so like i said uh he uses his beast mimicry all fours jutsu and chakra like starts emanating and like steaming out of him he gets on all fours and his hands become claws like claw like his fingers get kind of bigger his fingernails turn into like claws you know what i'm saying it's like man beast he charges forward and body checks Naruto to the floor. Uh, as Naruto lays there, Kiba tells Hayate to call the match and everyone in the stands is embarrassed for Naruto. And, uh, like, remarking amongst themselves how weak Naruto is, right? Like, he, this was the expectation. He was a weakling, and it looks like he's been knocked out with one shot. Sakura looks back at Kakashi with, with concern. But Kakashi just smiles and laughs, and this allows Sakura to breathe a sigh of relief, realizing that if Kakashi isn't concerned about it, neither should she. She then thinks how she used to mock Naruto for his ambition, and she flashes back to when Naruto was introducing himself to Kakashi and them whenever they were first being assigned him as, a, as an instructor. And Naruto uh, is demanding that he'll be Hokage one day and that everybody's going to stop disrespecting him and treat him like somebody important. She also flashes back to like 
several key moments along Naruto's growth to this point, including him coming face to face with Zabuza, several of the interactions between him and Sasuke, including Sasuke mocking him for being a Freddy cat, him charging forward at Orochimaru, him stopping the giant snake that was summoned by Orochimaru in the Forest of Death, his clap back to Sasuke, asking Sasuke if he's a Freddy cat. Naruto smashing the clones from behind, uh, from the hidden rain ninja in the Forest of Death. As well as him demanding that he'll never go back on his word. That's uh, the way of the ninja. She then thinks that she was wrong for ever doubting him back then. Down in the arena... Naruto clenches his fists and stands up as Kiba is like walking away. He stands up and demands for Kiba to never underestimate him. And this is also like a general address to everybody in earshot. All of Naruto's friends are pumped. And uh, even Shikamaru thinks to himself how much Naruto has grown. And when I say his friends, I mean like Rock Lee, uh, Sakura, Kakashi... Uh, you know, the, those guys, the, the people who are typically pulling for him. Naruto at this point mocks Kiba for saying he let him hit him. Uh, he, he mocks Kiba and informs Kiba that he let Kiba hit him so that he could determine how hard he hits and that basically he hits like an old lady and that he'd be better served sending the puppy in to fight in his stead. Because he doesn't stand a chance. This obviously angers Kiba. And he charges forward, this time with Akamaru. And as he charges, he throws smoke grenades at Naruto, which engulf Naruto in smoke. While Naruto is blinded, Kiba hits him several times. Naruto gets frustrated with this and tries to escape the smoke, falling right into Kiba's trap. Just as Naruto exits the smoke, Akamaru pounces on him, knocking him back into the cloud of smoke. Kiba lands outside of the smoke, and it can be heard Akamaru and Naruto tussling, right? Uh... Kiba's real confident about how things are going. Everybody in the stands are like, man, this is the best part and I'm not getting to see it, etc. The smoke clears and Naruto is laid out on the ground with Akamaru sitting and like wagging his tail in excitement. Kiba begins to celebrate and calls Akamaru over who runs to him, leaps, bites Kiba's arm, and latches on to the shock of everyone particularly Kiba as Kiba asks Akamaru what he's doing Naruto laughs and yells gotcha and it turns out that Naruto had transformed into Akamaru and used this to close the distance on Kiba Naruto however has to stop and spit though because According to him, Kiba smells worse than the dog. Kiba asks where Akamaru is, and the clone Naruto that was on the ground when the smoke cleared holds up Akamaru by the paws and mocks that he's got him right here. Right? 
And so, again, to be clear, what happened here is Kiba charged him, threw smoke bombs, was whooping his ass. Naruto tried to leave the smoke and got pounced by Akamaru. Akamaru and Naruto tussled in the smoke. While it was still smoky, Naruto subdued Akamaru and had a clone like grapple him and lay on the ground and cover him up so that you couldn't see him. And then Naruto transformed into Akamaru so that when the smoke cleared, Kiba would mistake Naruto for Akamaru. And then once the jutsu was broken, Naruto, the clone version of Naruto, who didn't bite Kiba, but was the one who was originally laying on the ground, reveals that he's holding Kiba. Or that he's holding Akamaru, rather. So, a little bit of trickery, a little bit of sleight of hand there. Naruto coming up with a clever plan at a pinch. This shocks everybody, right? All of Naruto's friends are pumped, and even the people who haven't been necessarily believing in him to this point are all outspokenly impressed. Shikamaru, who's like the smartest ninja in, in the lower classes, uh, even remarks that to balance a clone and a transformation jutsu at the same time is way beyond what he thought Naruto would be capable of doing. And that this isn't the Naruto that they used to know. He doesn't know what's happened out there since when they were in school and now. But like this is a different character that we, we, need, to, we need to account for a little bit differently than we all thought. All the elders seem impressed as well. Kakashi, Kuranai, Hokage, Azuma, they all seem pleasantly surprised. At this point, Kiba takes a deep breath and pulls a food pill out from his pouch. He advises that Naruto let Akamaru go as he flicks the pellet into Akamaru's mouth. Naruto seems confused by this, and before he knows it, Akamaru is turning from white to orangish brown and becomes much more aggressive, while Naruto is literally still holding on to him. Akamaru kicks his way out of Naruto's grasp, and Naruto questions what's happening. Kiba mocks and asks if he really wants to stick around and find out, as he eats a food pill of his own. Kuranai thinks that Kiba's going in for the kill, and uh, Kiba calls Akamaru over and squats down, casting a hand sign, while Akamaru stands on, on his head, and Kiba casts his Beast Mimicry, Man Beast Clones Jutsu. And this turns Akamaru into a clone of Kiba, and uh, Kiba takes on a slightly different form. It's the same uh, form that he had during the All Fours Jutsu, where he's slightly more animalistic. He's like squatted down like a predator. He's got the claws, you know, and, and now there's two of them, right? Uh, and so it's clearly like a pretty bad situation for Naruto. Naruto remarks on how Kiba has a crazy look in his eye and protests that eating food pills mid-match is cheating. Hayate again calls food pills just another tool and that they're within the limits. 
Shikamaru questions uh, what Kiba just ate, and Choji explains that food pills are basically supplements that the military cooked up to boost the vigor and strength of those who eat them. And he goes on to say that those who'd taken them in the past had been known to be able to fight for three days and nights straight. Uh, but that the longer they uh, use the food pills, the higher the anxiety and exhaustion experienced afterwards is. And that Kiba and Akamaru have both at least doubled in strength after taking them. And so that's a big deal, right? And just remember, food pills are basically like stat boosters, right? You take a food pill, you get stronger, you get more vigorous. You know, they're, they're like meant to boost you up. They're like super supplements from the military. Which, how that's fair, I don't know. But in this circumstance, they're allowing it. That's their deal. I don't make the rules. Asuma Sensei tells the squadlings of Team 10 that this is bad for Naruto because Kiba already fights like an animal and doubling his strength is a perfect jutsu for Kiba and it's going to be hard to overcome, right? Like, Asuma, as a village elder, has seen enough out of Kiba to know that, like, the type of fighter that he is, this is a really, really good tool to use for him. Kiba and Akamaru, who at this point are indifferentiable, both charge Naruto simultaneously, but he dodges the attack. They begin to attack one after another, and Naruto struggles to avoid taking damage. He's so on his back foot he can't even find a way to counterattack. He winds up leaping way into the air to kind of avoid the attacks, gets in space, and catches breath. And as he does this, Kiba looks into the sky and thinks that he's got Naruto right where he wants him and does his man-beast ultimate taijutsu fang over fang. And this is one of the cool jutsus that Kiba does. Uh, I mean, like you said, it's the ultimate taijutsu fang over fang. And him and Akamaru both independently run towards Naruto and they start spinning like imagine like a cork like a corkscrew man like they're literally spinning at him so fast that they just look like spinning tubes coming at naruto and they they come at naruto at the same time and collide and hit naruto at the same time uh and this sends naruto flying through the air into the floor kiba stands over naruto and triumphantly demands that he told him he was going to get serious Naruto groans from the ground that he's going to be Hokage, but like literally can't even pick his face up off the ground. Kiba mockingly asks how Naruto is going to do that when he's laying flat on his face. He then laughs and demands that he's going to be Hokage, and then laughs even more, almost like maniacally. He then tells Naruto a weakling like him can never be Hokage, and that he, uh, he must be weak in the head. Like, not only are you weak physically, but you must be weak in the head to think that you're going to be Hokage one day. Hinata, however, in the stands, thinks on how she knows that Naruto isn't weak and that Naruto believes in himself. That nothing comes easy to him and that he's never given up, even though he was alone with no one watching or helping and with no, one caring, with no one caring what happens to him. 
No one respected or acknowledged him, but now everyone's watching and everyone's acknowledging him. Right? So basically, Hinata knows that Naruto is a badass and he's been being a badass in silence with no one watching and now like you better believe he's going to keep that up now that people are watching and he he not believes in him it should also be noted that uh he not saw all of this because she was watching naruto so i know she says nobody was watching you but he was watching bro like he not a low-key super fan bro put some respect on that he not a name Naruto stands up in spite of the beating that he's been dealt by Kiba to this point, and he stares Kiba down. There's blood dripping down from his face, and he tells Kiba, you'll have to put off your dream of becoming Hokage because I'm the top dog around here. And the episode ends. And it's neat how the episode ended with Naruto going, I'm the top dog around here. It's a callback to the title. Uh, And a bunch of neato stuff happened this episode. You know, we really only got like you know presumably half to a third the way through the fight between naruto and kiba um at this point naruto has basically just gotten his ass beat he's been hit directly by all of the jutsu that uh kiba's thrown his way i absolutely love that hinata is a ride or die for naruto right um there was a scene where Hinata became overwhelmed and started cheering for Naruto and she was right next to Sakura and Sakura was cheering for Naruto and it's just really nice to see uh, Naruto winning over the affection and love and respect of his village mates and classmates and uh, fellow ninjas right because that's all he's ever wanted was to be respected and treated like uh, to, to not be disrespected to be respected and to be treated like someone important remember this kid is a is 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 an orphan who's lived out on his own for forever and who's literally painting graffiti on the stone faces so that he can get some form of attention from the village elders and stuff you know so he's it's really really nice for him to be able to be in front of everybody and for everybody to be able to acknowledge him the way that they did uh, and ultimately, everybody wound up being pleasantly surprised with Naruto from, uh, you know, kind of his like little low key rivals in Shikamaru and Choji to, uh, you know, the bad guys at this point, you know, uh, what, what uh, the Sand siblings. You know, obviously, Gar didn't say anything because he's a silent weird freak, but, uh, but both Tamari and Konkuro remarked on uh, how formidable naruto is they i think they even went so far as to say that he's got his jutsu down that's for sure um is a quote that that i that i pulled out of there from the back of my brain i love how kakashi was just not even concerned in the slightest right um Kaka- uh, naruto took the uh what was it the uh all fours jutsu right to the face and got knocked to the floor and everybody was like the fight's over and kakashi's just like yeah literally having a smile and a laugh about that shit he's seen enough he knows how tough naruto is naruto is low-key tank don't ever forget it homie homie can take the punches to the face uh naruto like i said is getting to show out in front of everyone finally you know what i'm saying 
uh, Kakashi told him uh, at one point that he was the one who'd grown the most out of everybody on Team 7. And now he's getting to showcase that in a big way in front of everybody. And it's amazing. Uh, even the smartest young ninja around Shikamaru was shocked by the amount of progress that Naruto had made since the last time that Shikamaru was able to watch and determine Naruto's uh, skill set and abilities. As I said, even members of the Sand Siblings seemed impressed. Uh, Kiba's jutsus are fun. Uh, he got he uses he gets to use Akamaru, right? Uh, there's the beast mimicry all force jutsu where he kind of takes on the more animalistic form he's steaming chakra he's got like claw fingers he uh, also utilizes smoke bombs to gain a, a, a an advantage over his opponents he also will use food pill upgrades on him and Akamaru to gain an advantage over his opponents he can also do the beast mimicry man beast clones which is like a step up from the all fours jutsu because um, he's basically making a clone of himself in the all fours jutsu, like the beast mimicry mode. I think that there's like beast mimicry mode and then from within the beast mimicry mode, you're doing these different jutsu, right? And so he gets to put himself in the beast mimicry mode and then he can make a clone of himself uh, with Akamaru. And so now there's two of him in beast mimicry mode and then at that point he can do the all fours jutsu or his like ace card that he pulled out which was the man beast ultimate taijutsu fang over fang where him and akamaru both charge in simultaneously while spinning and kind of sandwich their opponent and send them flying and it's a neato jutsu it sent naruto flying but obviously it wasn't enough to finish naruto at this point, we've gotten to see Kiba use Akamaru, use the All Fours Jutsu, use the smoke bombs, use the food pill upgrades, use the the Man Beast clones and the Fang over Fang. And Naruto hasn't even used a single Jutsu. I, I take it back. He used two Jutsu. He used a Transformation Jutsu and a Clone Jutsu to gain an advantageous position uh, over over Kiba but Kiba ultimately was able to trump card his way out of it by taking the food pills uh, and Akamaru was able to wriggle from his grip and so uh, it's going to be really really interesting to see how the rest of the fight goes uh, I can't imagine that it's going to go too good for Kiba considering that the main character is Naruto right and also we basically just got given an entire episode of Kiba cashing out and hitting Naruto with everything that he can. I mean, he literally referred to his Fang over Fang as the ultimate man-beast taijutsu. And so I don't know if he's got anything in the hole that's necessarily stronger. We're going to certainly see it in, in the next episode. But at this point, I think that uh, Kiba's probably effectively cashed himself out, done all the cool stuff that he can. I mean, he's gone so far as to throw smoke bombs, take food pills, and use the ultimate taijutsu fang over fang and it still hasn't been able to stop naruto and so i don't know if there necessarily is any stopping naruto and uh so i mean i say there there is right if you're a rochimaru and you tail slap that fool into a tree and knock him out it's literally up to sakura to stick him to a tree with a kunai to save him from certain death falling you know however far so 
he can be stopped um but it takes like legendary sonning level power to knock him out um what kiva's doing right now isn't necessarily getting the trick done he's he's got him battered and bloodied but he's clearly ready for more and i don't know if kiva necessarily has more to offer but we're going to find out next episode presumably unless they throw a filler in or it's a whole episode of flashbacks or whatever i don't necessarily recall it's been years and years since i watched this the first time i watched these episodes uh on the fly and i write a synopsis about it and then i uh offer my thoughts on it right and that's where we're at and i haven't seen the next episode in a very long time i don't necessarily recall what's going to happen at this point but i know that whenever i watch it i'm going to be able to remark on it and keep you guys all properly oriented um so that you guys so that we can watch it and have a good time and not be terribly confused um and so if there's anything going on in the show that you don't have your head properly wrapped around uh hop in the comments shoot me a dm whatever you need to do right but get your questions across to me however you need to and i will happily get them answered um and if it doesn't make sense if i'm like a whole bunch of episodes down the road and you ask me a question that pertains to to something in a in a you know if i'm on episode 60 and you want to ask what episode 30 i can always make a quick short kind of addressing whatever question or concern you have because um a bunch of these things are are quite confusing especially if you're an english speaking person who isn't familiar with words like keke genkai um taijutsu all these different words can be very difficult to keep track of and i'm here to help you keep track of it and stay oriented because i'm your konoha companion and again i'm joshua it's been a pleasure having you here i hope that you like the new audio quality and the new set and setting and i'm really looking forward to continuing this uh you know we're finally getting to see some progress uh and you know we're seeing the hard work pay off and so uh, again i'm happy that i've i don't have a huge following right now but i know there's some of y'all out there and i appreciate every single one of you sincerely from the bottom of my heart uh and for all the people who aren't listening yet but do find this later i appreciate you all the same seriously it's all love Thank you all so much for tuning in, and I hope that I'm able to, uh, you know, help you and better enjoy the Naruto anime. Uh, and so, with that, again, I'm Joshua. I'm your Konoha companion. Peace, everybody. <laughs>